From the middle ring of the wheel to the hangars of the Rebellion fleet, you're listening to Star Scavengers, a Lego Star Wars podcast with a focus on the Freemaker adventures. I am one of your hosts, Jonah Marie Macias, and I am here with my awesome co-host, Aaron Goins. How's it going, Aaron? Pretty good, Jonah. You have a, a little bit of a deeper tone to your voice this time. I do. It's. It, I'm actually the evil twin, um, Dona. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I want to meet Dona. <laughs> no, I have, I've actually gotten people who, whenever I say my name, they say Donna. I'm like, no, Jonna. It's not even <laughs> close. Jonah. So is that how you pronounce it? You pronounce it Jonna? Well, some people say Jonna. Other people say Jonah. Um, I go with Jonah because my mom and my my family have, calling me, have called me Jonah growing up because that's the, the way they say it with a Spanish accent. So I'm so used to hearing it that way. So I prefer that way, but I don't mind either Jonah or Jonna. Jonna makes more sense in English because of John. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so, the, the daily struggle. <laughs> so Jonah and her evil twin Donna. We'll go with that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm. I have the Gamorian flu, and <laughs> that's appropriate. Yes, that's appropriate for today. Yes. So how was your Star Wars day to start things off? Oh yeah, Star Wars day did just happen recently. It was pretty good. Definitely, I th- I had kind of an idea of what my Star Wars day would look like, and it it kind of all panned out. I. I wanted to wear a Star Wars t-shirt, so I did that. Um, I wore my um, Bodhi Rook t-shirt. Nice. Is that the one from Target, the one that they were selling, that they all designed? Yeah, um, right, the, for that, um, what is it called, Force oh, for Change. Force for Change, yeah. yeah. Force for Change, and and um, yeah, I picked up that shirt from Target way back when they had those, and I love it. It's like my favorite Star Wars shirt right now. Nice. I don't know why it's like because Bodhi Rook is not you know when you see merchandise from Rogue One you don't typically see him featured mm-hmm. so the fact that it's like a shirt all about him and it's kind of this cool subtle design I, I really like it a lot yeah yeah I got I wanted to get his and I also got Diego Luna's shirt because you know Diego, because Diego Luna, Luna right? <laughs> I, <laughs> that is the number one reason <laughs> So yes, I wore that shirt all day. I got over to the Lego store. That was one of my things. And I'm not just saying that because we're doing a Lego podcast. That was actually one of the things I wanted to do that day, get over there and get the exclusive R2-D2 uh, poly bag build. Cool. So it's an actual, you're not, it's not just an R2-D2 minifig. You actually build like a little uh, R2-D2 like action figure size character. Well, is it an actual R2-D2 or is it like an R2 series droid? No, it's actually R2-D2. Oh, um, cool. You had to spend $50 oh um, my gosh. to get him. So I did. I, I had already, I was kind of waiting because I had a couple sets I wanted to get anyway. So I was waiting for this exclusive so I could spend the money on uh, Star Wars Day so I could get the R2-D2 along with it. So I got two sets and then I got R2-D2. Um, and then I watched Rogue One that night. So that was my Star Wars day. Very cool. I thankfully took the day off. I I didn't do that years before. Uh, and I just, you know, on Monday, when Monday came around, I was like, hey, can I take Thursday off? <laughs> uh, and, and they gave it to me. So I was happy about that. And I pretty much just spent it watching Freemaker, the Freemaker Marathon. I didn't go out. I wasn't feeling all that well on top of it so I'm glad I took the day off for that reason as well and 
uh, I just I enjoyed watching the episodes over again. I was cracking up, and in between they'd show the shorts, which they only showed like two or three because they scattered them throughout the day, and and I managed to watch them online on YouTube. And I think I ended the day by watching Empire Strikes Back because it was on TBS. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I <laughs> decided favorite. I decided to watch Rogue One because. Being a bad Star Wars fan, I hadn't watched it since it was in theaters. It's okay. I am probably the worst Star Wars fan because I don't even own it. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't up until uh, May 4th. I actually had not gotten a Blu-ray. or And I don't typically do discs. I always do just digital, digital download. So I hadn't got it yet because I hadn't had a chance to watch it. So I was like, you know what? I need to watch Rogue One. It's been out long enough and it's been out for weeks now, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah if not longer than weeks. No, I think so. Yeah, like maybe a few months now. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I feel really bad. No, no. I want to say it came out in April or somewhere around there. Yeah, so I decided I needed to watch it, and um, I did, and uh, but I just did the digital download, which I haven't. I still haven't had a chance to watch the special features or anything like that, but um, I did notice because it being in HD versus watching it at a movie theater, mm-hmm. um, you notice a lot, a lot more of the special effects uh, the space battles and how amazing they really look and how crisp. But I will say that the whole like digital face characters mm-hmm. that did not bother me at all in the theaters, a little bit more noticeable when you're watching on an HDTV. Yeah, yeah, you definitely notice it more. Like when I watched the regular screening with you know none of these enhancements or anything, you didn't really notice it all that much. But when you watch it on the digital you know, like HD version of it, yeah, it's definitely going to stand out to you. Yep, so... But, yeah, distracting, but still a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't watch any of the shorts on actual Star Wars Day. I know that's when they came Look out. Look at you. Now you're a bad fan. Now I'm a bad fan, yes. <laughs> it wasn't the, the fact I hadn't watched Rogue One for months. It was the fact that I didn't watch Free Maker Adventures. <laughs> but I did really, you know, pretty soon after, I think probably the next day, I watched them on Disney XD on the we- on the website. Nice. Um, so, yeah. And I rewatched them a few times, rewatched them again today to prepare for this, so... Um, those were really fun, and if you add them all together, time-wise, it's about a full episode of um, of Freemaker Adventures. Pretty much, yeah. They were all four minutes, about four minutes each. But before we head into those, talk about your awesome new sets that you got. Oh yeah, so yeah, like I said, I had to buy fifty dollars worth of Lego. So I had um, I went to the Lego store. Luckily, I have one very close to me. I went to the Lego store and got. The Duel on Naboo set, which is the the newer set that has recently come out with Qui Gon, Obi Wan versus Darth Maul, in the like the Naboo, the innards of Naboo. Mm. Um, so that one, main. I don't typically get sets, uh, or at least I don't focus on sets that are kind of a play set as opposed to a vehicle. But for this one, I really like the minifigs. So yeah, I, they look cool. Yeah, so I decided to go ahead and get that one. Um, still haven't built it, so I can't really speak to how fun it is to build, but it's sitting on the shelf right next to me. So (laughs) (laughs) I may start building it while we're recording. (laughs) And do you, do you act out the scenes? Do you play like Duel of the Fates in the background? You know, and are you going to, are you going to do that later? I mean, I know you're going (laughs) to do it supposedly while recording, but we all know you're going to do it later. (laughs) I feel like Duel of Fates is one of those, one of those songs that like, regularly in my life it pops into my head yeah. you know it's just one of the most iconic sound or like one of the most iconic um 
songs and it's not songs not the right word <laughs> what's the right word um instrumentals music, music? yeah music <laughs> <laughs> it's not a song i don't know maybe i'm using the right term but yeah if music from the movies it's one of the ones that really pops into my head like on a regular basis and it's from like one of maybe my least favorite of the movies mm. but that is such a good um piece of music yeah fantastic I like love I, it. you're hearing it in your head right now i am yeah. <laughs> so yes i have the scene of them fighting actually playing in my head i guarantee you as i'm building that that will that will be playing on a loop in my head <laughs> but um the other set i got was the phantom which is kind of the updated phantom because they already had a phantom set uh with ezra in it which this one does not come with ezra it comes with kanan um and <clears throat> sorry now I have the Gamorrean flu. <laughs> Apparently, it's you, you can get it through the uh, through, through Skype. Through Skype. Uh, but <laughs> so yeah. But one of the main reasons I wanted to get the Phantom, same thing, minifigs. Uh, I wanted to get Thrawn, and it comes with Kanan with the cool mask. So I was really excited about getting that as well. So those are the two sets I picked up. Nice. And do you have the other one? Do you have the first Phantom as well as the Ghost? Oh, this is such a like I'm being a bad fan across the board today. <laughs> so I did. I do have it. Well, I did. I'll say I did have it. Um, I had purchased the set, and during my move, I had moved last year to a new place, and during the move, it didn't survive too well. And my son got a hold of it, and he lost yeah. Chopper. You know, has a Chopper Chopper minifig. He lost Chopper. Um, some, yeah, pretty much the set has been destroyed and lost. Oh, no. The original set. So this is, you know, getting the new Phantom was kind of replacing it, but I'd still like to eventually go back someday and get the old one as well. Luckily, yeah. I, I still I still have Ezra. I still have the Ezra minifig. I know you're a huge Ezra fan, so yes. you'll be happy about that. <laughs> um, have that still. Chopper, I still cannot found, find. I've literally gone through every box and all of my son's toys and tried to find him i cannot find chopper no. um, but and i found just pieces here and there that i know go to that set but for the most part that set is, has been lost gotcha Sadly. yeah it's it's super expensive to try to even get it on ebay because it's a, it's going for like 200 300 dollars oh, now like, i feel no. even worse are you serious yeah no the ghost <laughs> i mean the phantom to be oh, honest okay. i haven't seen that many listings for the phantom but the uh but i have seen some listings that have the ghost and the phantom which still together they come out to be 200 300 dollars yeah. yeah a friend of mine that i work with actually that sits right across from me has the has both has the ghost and the phantom all the minifigs he has it displayed on his desk so i can at least see it on a regular basis i just don't own it anymore <laughs> Oh, you poor thing! It's like torturing you just seeing it from across <laughs> across the cubicle. The worst is when I'm digging through because I have a, a box of Lego bricks that I use that are just kind of stuff I've collected throughout the years, but don't really go to any sets I have anymore. So it's just this big pile of thousands and thousands of Lego bricks. Mm. And every once in a while, as I'm going through that pile, I'll come across a piece that is very obvious that it's from the Phantom. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like the cockpit. Or like the the fin with a sticker on it, and I'm like, oh, the Phantom. I remember that set. So your pile of bricks is is Zoe, technically. Yeah, it is. It is kind of like that. Yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> and what's the other set you got? Well, to top it off, uh, yesterday was my uh, anniversary. Me and my wife have been married for 16 years, which makes me Yay! feel really old. And she surprised me with a Y-Wing Starfighter, which is also <gasps> a newer set. That's so cool. Congratulations. 16 years. Wow. That's enough to be a you know teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I could have a teenage son. I don't, but I could. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, she got me that, which that one's got really cool minifigs too. It's got a couple minifigs that don't really make sense that come with it, um, but it it looks like it's going to be a fun build. I have not started building any of these sets, so now I actually have a stock of like three Star Wars Lego sets that I can build at any given time, which is a really good place to be. Cool. Yeah, I haven't gotten anything. <laughs> no, I have some spares. Do you want me to send you one? <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be fun. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I think I purchased a few things, but they weren't Lego related. They were mostly, I'm so into enamel pins right now. It's just crazy. I'm just obsessed with enamel pins. So I've been looking around trying to see what I can add to my collection so that's what I've been into lately but I'm sure I'll, I'll be getting I definitely will be getting the two freemaker sets that are coming out in June so that's definitely on my to get list <laughs> yes those are those are uh, must-haves for mm -hmm. us I think and we have to we have to do a review another set where we both get the same set and build it so we can talk about it on the show yeah I build it at the same time yeah <laughs> We'll do live build shows <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. Oh, we should make it a race. Whoever builds it first. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen like the time lapse videos that people do of Lego builds? Yes, I have. Those are so cool. I've thought about. I've done a couple like short ones with my son where he'll. I just film him building his, a set and do a mm -hmm. time lapse. But I've thought that might be a kind of a cool YouTube series to do. Is like kind of do commentary on a set as you build it, but then like in between like your commentary, it just kind of fast forwards through the oh, build. Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. You totally hop on that. Yeah. So Star Scavengers 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. Yes. And then the, for the first of the shorts. So there were five shorts in total. And the first one was called Home One. And it started off with the crew finding a new home, essentially, with the Rebel fleet. Yeah. It's kind of like almost like right where season one leaves off yeah. right like where they kind of bump into the fleet and then they're they're landing in there and meeting akbar which is yeah. uh, i like how there's it's very seamless they're still wearing their old outfits they're not in the new outfits that we've seen in the trailer um but we still have to we still don't know quite the transition that happens to get them there but um yeah i like how it just seamlessly moves right into these shorts i wonder yeah. when they made them like if it was kind of like part of season one um the season one production or if it was part of the season two production oh that's a good question oh well hopefully they'll they'll answer it <laughs> on twitter <laughs> they'll hear this and then they'll tweet us <laughs> i've been noticing they're doing you're starting to see them pop up on more uh podcasts doing interviews yeah. and stuff now so they're i'm so happy about that because then the show is getting more attention which it definitely deserves oh definitely yes um it's good to see them getting more exposure and they've they've grown beyond our little baby podcast yeah <laughs> so proud of them <laughs> and i love when akbar asks them you know what was it that made the emperor go after you the way he did and and i love that rowan is the one that describes this and he goes i took the kyber saber the most powerful weapon in the galaxy 
and I threw it into a pool of lava. <laughs> yeah. And Akbar's like standing there kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Hanging Aww. on every word. <laughs> <laughs> like the key to maybe defeating the empire. Oh, you threw it in the lava. Good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah. What else can you do? <laughs> or what else do you do? I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And then we get introduced to a new character, Lieutenant Valeria and her U-Wing, which is a set that you have. Yes, it was really cool to see the U-Wing fly in and you instantly recognize it. Yeah. You know, with it being in uh, Rogue One, and it's kind of that that ship that they really focused on being the new type of ship. You know, we, we know the Y-Wing and the A-Wings and the X-Wings and the B-Wings, but now we have the U-Wing, kind of the new, the new kid on the block. So that was cool to see that fly in. And yeah, having built that set, it was, it was very recognizable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love that she's voiced by Yvette Nicole Brown, who is one of my favorite actors. She's hilarious. And uh, it's so great to hear her voice and voicing a character in Star Wars, which is pretty cool. Yeah, she seems like this is a character I think I'm really going to like a lot. Yeah. I like she just seems to be able to do anything. We, you know, we see her sh- her fly multiple ships, not just the U-wing. We see her in a Y-wing in a, in a later episode. She is, you know, leading um, kind of the debriefing before mission. Yeah. She she's got this spunk to her. Like I really love the character, and Yvette Brown is the perfect voice for this character. Oh yeah, yeah, she totally captures that. Like you said, spunk and feisty. Uh, nature of, of character like that and I love her details too she has like a scar on her on her eyebrow and I think she has another scar or another feature on her face that I, I can't it's completely drawing a blank right now but yeah I love the those subtle details that they give to the characters so that they can stand out from the others since the Lego you know everyone has the same basic shape <laughs> yeah the face is kind of the key they have to you know change a couple things on the face to make them unique. I noticed one of the one of the random characters that was in it had these really bushy eyebrows. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a very cool, unique feature to give a Lego character. So it's always fun to look for those details. Yeah. And what was great about this episode, too, was that it was a Cordy-focused episode. And, and each episode kind of focused on a Freemaker here and there. So that was fun. Yeah, Cordy was the key to this one. Um, <laughs> you know, they had to kind of... They had to turn one piece into something better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It and I don't know if you've ever kind of played. Have you ever done one of those scavenger hunts where that's kind of the whole point of it? You're trying to trade in like a really cheap item and then see who can come back with the best item. No, I haven't done that, but that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, we used to do those uh, when I was younger, and yeah, it's kind of that idea where she starts out with this one part, and then she's got to go all over the galaxy to come back with the part they really needed. Yeah. Um, so it yeah. was a fun way for them to to do kind of a highlight of all the different places that I think we've already seen them at all the places they visited. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, taco Donna was one of them. And actually she said one of my favorite quotes of that, sh- of that short in that one where she goes, cause she has the ion projector and she's like, have you ever thought about, you know, I need to project my ions. I'm <laughs> 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 just like, yeah, I guess I guess that's how you can think of it. An iron projector projects ions. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I was thinking that um, was, you know, this is the kind of nitpicky stuff that you think about when you're somebody like me. But I was, I was thinking about how much money they were spending in fuel 
to get from all these different planets to the next that they probably could have just gone out and bought the part they needed. <laughs> but, you know, it wouldn't have been as fun. I don't think it's all that essential in in this show, Aaron. I know, I know. I mean, do Lego ships really need fuel? Yeah. Probably not. And and then you have the fact that they go to all these other other places like Kashyyyk and Tatooine. And I love that in the Tatooine part of it, they're, the, the, the siblings are being attacked by the Sarlacc pit. And I thought that was neat to see that. Did they say something like, can you haggle a little faster or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> As they're being eaten by the Sarlacc. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and, and then she gets the piece that she needs and gets the Ewing to work. And and that was a very successful mission, and that's what brings them on board to the rebel, to the rebellion. Yeah, and she had. I really like the the lines they they give her. They gave her a couple really good lines. I like the the very end of this episode. Is just like I've got a working U wing, and I'm not afraid to use it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she's. I, I think I'm really gonna like her character a lot. I like that they use these shorts as a way to kind of introduce her. Um, as opposed to her just showing up in the season two episode. Like, we're already going to be familiar with this character. Hopefully, she will feature pretty heavily in the season as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping for it. And and then Cordy asked for more ignition switches, you know, because then all of the other ships need some sort of repair. <laughs> and it's fitting to kind of like the introduction of the Freemakers as part of the Rebellion, because now we know they didn't just need to fix one ship like they now have a purpose they you know there's this entire fleet of ships that are going to constantly need repair yeah yeah <laughs> so it'll definitely be useful when it comes to the rebellion and their everyday activities and and then the second chart we have what's called thrown into battle and you have just Roger you know just Roger trying to be himself being himself trying to make friends trying to <laughs> <laughs> be the cool guy in the room and he turns out not to be the cool guy in the room no he basically <laughs> d- almost destroys all the droids that he tries to be- befriend <laughs> pretty much including chopper chopper was in there it was so cool to see him yeah we did get we got the chopper cameo i guess we had talked to bill and bob and they were saying hey don't get your hopes up too much about too much chopper but he does make a cameo in one of the shorts and so i think this is the extent of what we're going to get for from chopper yeah yeah i was surprised that chopper was actually cooperating with other droids <laughs> yeah he wasn't very chopper like i guess from what we're used to seeing maybe he's calmed down in his as he's gotten older maybe maybe <laughs> but he did lead the charge to go again to go up a and get after Roger. <laughs> so he stole that murderous droid in there somewhere. <laughs> I just love that Roger was like psyching himself up as he's going in there. He's like, just be yourself, Roger. You know, <laughs> poor Roger, just trying to fit in anywhere he can. I know, yeah. And he brought them all these little cups of oil. And and at one point he said that this is stuff that got me through the battles to Lukumai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's like one of my favorite planet names. Is it? Yeah, Sakuma? it really is. I I think it just sounds really cool. And then they it was featured in a lot of like the old Legends comics. Mm. So that was a planet that when I heard it uh, being referenced in like canon materials, I always got really excited. So to hear another character say that planet name out loud, I, I always enjoy that. Nice. And I also love that he said when he gets back to 
Xander and Rowan, he said, I offered some joints my hand in friendship. They took it and then they beat me with it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, Roger. (laughs) And then he decides to build a droid buffer because that's what droids love. They love to be buffered. They love to take oil baths. So he thinks that building this, he'll he'll be able to get them on his side and be be friends with them. <laughs> See, I didn't even think about that, that his his reasoning for building it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what that's what he wanted to, you know, what's a way to uh, what's something that the droids will love that could uh make them uh feel that sort of friendship and build a bond with you. And, and basically I'll build a, a buffer that will help them get all shined up and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> now it all makes sense. Um, <laughs> I like that they have the scene with um, Rowan as he comes up and talks to Roger and Roger's got the big earmuffs on yes. and he's got like the eye protector, you know, glasses, which but why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so funny because he does, you know, he's a droid. He's he doesn't need these things, so it just makes it even more comical. He does not have organic eyes. <laughs> it is he, uh, and then as Rowan's trying to talk to him, he can't hear anything Rowan's saying because he has these gigantic headphones on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and then he starts to take parts here and there because he notices that he needs a few things, and he basically starts wreaking havoc because he starts taking vital parts from the ships that everyone else needs for the battle the ensuing battle that's happening (laughs) and i love that it's just chaos there's that that fire that explosion that happens at one point and he has no idea (laughs) that this is happening (laughs) oh gosh i love roger And I really love that when he actually goes to test it, he gets shot out because it's on such a high speed (laughs) (laughs) that he's basically launched towards the Imperial ship that's attacking them and takes down the shields. (laughs) Yeah. They said, like, if there was only some way we could take down that shield. (laughs) And Roger gets shot out into space, flies through the thing, and gets a medal gets a medal and and that's how um and then chopper comes up to him and is somewhat i guess not impressed i wouldn't say chopper was impressed by what happened but he was really impressed by the buffer like at one point he turns and he sees it and it's like shining because it's like this beautiful thing that can actually get him all cleaned up And unfortunately for Roger and Chopper, they didn't fix the speed and they get shot out <laughs> into right. space. Yeah, we get the line from Cordy. Think he'll remember to adjust it. <laughs> nope. And then you just see them fly out into space. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, that was great. And yeah, I wonder if they probably used um, Chopper's, like Chopper sounds, they probably used some things that were already in their little archive of chopper sounds i guess like they didn't have i want to know who voices chopper i know this is like one of those things that people keep talking about or have not have already um figured out on their own but i want to know officially who voices chopper (laughs) (laughs) who is it supposed to be is it supposed to be filoni a lot of people think it's filoni okay um but i want to know for sure (laughs) yeah so yeah I, I was one of those people who looked 
for the credits and obviously there weren't any <laughs> yeah no credits on these no they weren't but they did nicely highlight will film who works on the uh animation side of it i believe so that's great that at each at the end of each they were highlighted because they do a big part of the show so it's great to cool. see them and episode three was, let's see here, it was, I've lost my place. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan's Secret Adventure. Rowan's Secret Adventure, yes. That was another fun episode because it featured Lieutenant Valeria again. And I love that he's spying on the meeting that she's conducting. And I believe the I, I, it was the thermal exhaust port that got people so excited because it's just like the one at the Death Star. <laughs> right. And the, all the, the the pilots that are kind of in the briefing room are just looking at her when she said that it has a thermal exhaust port. They're like, are you serious? Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yes, it has a thermal exhaust port. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we have a chance, you know, <laughs> because it's happened before where we destroyed something that had a thermal exhaust port. <laughs> we know how to do this. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love it. And, and then absent-minded Roger again. Yes, Roger the, uh... comes back. <laughs> At this point, I'm I'm wondering: Are the Freemakers helping the rebellion, or are they more of a liability? <laughs> as many as many of these ships as they're blowing up. Pretty much, yeah. You got to start wondering, and they have to distract the the pilots. Uh, they being Cordy and Xander, and I love that they have this huge piece in the middle of the hallway and they're trying to like stall by trying to figure out how to get this piece out of the hall. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You ever watch friends? Oh yes. With the sofa. Did it make you think of that scene? (laughs) Yes. Pivot. Pivot. (laughs) Pivot. (laughs) That's all I can think about. Shut up. Shut up. Yes, I thought of that scene as well. <laughs> I wish they had dropped in that. That would have been great if the writers dropped in a, a pivot. Pivot. <laughs> uh, and then Chandler asked, wait, what does pivot mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen those episodes way too much. <laughs> and and Roger and Rowan in the meantime are putting together all of the, the ships again back into order. And... Yeah, and you get to see Rowan. He's actually using the Force. Yes, he's using the point. Force. So he is yeah. now, he has mastered the skill of of building ships with the Force. For sure, and I'm so surprised at how far he's come. But you know, it's that uh, you can't have him struggle too much because you need the story to move along. And he doesn't really have a master, so he's got to learn it all on his own. But I think he's doing really well. Mm-hmm. And I love that. He accidentally tags along with Valeria's Y-Wing, uh, as well as Roger, because he built himself into the ship. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like that it flies off and the people that were supposed to be in the ship, like the other pilot and the uh, the R2 unit or whatever it is, um, they're just kind of standing there like, okay, <laughs> like, yeah. we just got left behind. Where were we supposed to be in that ship with Lieutenant Valeria? <laughs> oh man and they're flying through and and doing what they gotta do and i I love that rowan told roger that he has to pretend to be the droid (laughs) yeah she thinks you're the you know she thinks you're a r6 whatever you know you gotta act like it it's like beep boop (laughs) we're gonna die (laughs) 
Beep, we're going to die. Boop. <laughs> he keeps doing it for the rest of the short. <laughs> stay, hey, you had to stay in character. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I was when I was I was watching the episode the the shorts again um on my way home uh before recording and I was watching them in the subway and I could not stop laughing even though I had seen the episode the, the shorts before and I I I looked like a crazy woman laughing in the train car. Oh man, that beep we're going to die boop like <laughs> me so much. <laughs> Uh, and then I love that Rowan also said attack vector locked down like really really good <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh like the, the, the lines that the characters are given are just gold <laughs> uh, and then we got to see Rowan use the force again they got yeah. the, the missile that they didn't you know or the torpedo or whatever it was that they didn't uh, fix correctly he has to dislodge it with the force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which leads to them blowing up the exhaust port and taking out the station. Yeah, yeah. And I love that um, it's sort of, I guess it kind of mirrors what's happening, what, what happened in A New Hope with them being in the trench, the trench run, and then, um, the, you know, Rowan uses the force and it and manages to get into the exhaust port just like how it did in in a new hope so that that was a cool fun parallel <laughs> yeah they have this these uh torpedoes have this ability to kind of curve down into these exhaust ports i've always wondered how that works <laughs> it's the force Aaron. i've heard different explanations you know the force <laughs> or some kind of magnetic pull pulled it in or what but yeah it, it had the exact same type of movement in this one where it kind of comes in at an angle and then drops down in i can imagine like forum conversations being pages long of how this you know proton torpedo got in there (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah they are i've I've read them (laughs) (laughs) you participated in them (laughs) i don't get quite that into the the, okay yes you're right (laughs) and then the fourth short is a xander freemaker superstar pilot guy (laughs) of course it has to be right you need that episode of course, you know. So we got Rowan before and Cordy and Roger, and now we're getting Xander again. Yeah, well, we're getting Xander for the first time now, and I love that he's trying to convince Akbar and Valeria that he can be a pilot. He can be part of this. <laughs> yeah, he starts with Akbar, and Akbar's like, "Talk to her," and then he goes to Valeria, and she automatically is just like, "Nope." Yeah, no. no. <laughs> and he's trying to convince her. People call me. You know, people call me Xander Freemaker, superstar pilot guy. You know, he's trying to sell himself to her, but um, she's not. She's not ready to let him fly, even though he sh- he tells her he's got a ship, but it's missing a key component. Yes, blasters. It needs blasters. <laughs> yes. Oh, she get. She did have another good line where she lands. She lands her ship, and then she's like, "Somebody call Palpatine and tell him he needs more Tie Fighters." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cocky. I love it. <laughs> and yeah, his ship, the Blaze Maker, it has all the cool things, including a cup holder, but it needs some blasters. Yep. <laughs> and so the the family starts helping him out, and they attach all these different sort of blasters, and you know they they step back and look at the work they've done, and they kind of overdid it. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. I think um, 
Rowan and Cordy realized they overdid it. It was just yeah. the right amount for, for Xander. Yeah. He, was, he was completely okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Xander decides to be all about the blasters guy and <laughs> jumps in <laughs> and joins the fight. And he successfully starts taking out all of these Imperial ships. And I love that at one point, uh, it sort of turns into like like Galaga. <laughs> yeah. Like that old video game where you start shooting out the aliens and whatnot and all the ships. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've gotten something like that in this show yeah. where they kind of go out of the Lego mode uh, for yeah. a gag like that, which it kind of actually caught me off guard at first. I'm like, whoa, this is a little bit out of character for the show. But uh, it was it was funny. Definitely a cool reference for anybody that grew up playing that game. Yeah, it was fun. It's one of my favorite games to play when I was a kid. And uh, I liked um, as he's trying to get out of the hangar, mm-hmm. with, and his entire his ship is so weighted down that like as he's trying to fly out, it just drags out of the hangar, <laughs> yes. and then he reaches the end and it just drops, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just comes back up. <laughs> yeah, and then but then once it gets into space, he's like he's zipping around, flying around, taking everything out. It is he is definitely an impressive pilot. Yes, he's got yeah, skills. He... He definitely gets very overexcited about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just a tad, and and he starts to use the the big gun, the big one that, that he had installed, and unfortunately it backfires on him, and he ends up being blown up out of the out of space. <laughs> Not just him; his entire ship, the Blazemaker, is has been demolished. So uh, I don't know how easy it will be for him to make that thing back together. Is that the the last we've seen of the Blazemaker? Mm, we will we'll have to wait and see but i love that he comes slamming onto the <laughs> the, 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 the window yeah <laughs> and then he's just sliding down like standard freemaker superstar here guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yet another example of um lego not needing to be able to breathe in space exactly yeah <laughs> not necessary he's good <laughs> There's no fuel in the Lego ships, and the the minifigs don't need to breathe. We're good. <laughs> and last but not least, we have the Beware the Gamorian Flu. <laughs> yes, which you have now. Yes, I have that in full force. <laughs> and, oh, man, it was such a great episode, a great short for it to end on because now you have all the Freemakers working together, and we get to see... Two of our favorite characters in the show. Durbin Are we talking? And... Okay. Yeah. Thought, when you say two of our favorite characters, it's like, is she talking about Chewie and Lando? I love that we've gotten to the point now where Durpin and, and Plume Striker have trumped Chewie and Lando. They have. <laughs> that's, that's when you know you're a true Freemaker Adventures fan. Yes. I mean, how can we not, how can they not sit at the top of our list? I mean, they're just so amazing. I love them. <laughs> this was my favorite of the of the shorts because purely because of the appearance of Durpin and Plume Striker. Yes. <laughs> as soon as I showed up, I'm like, yes, they're back. Hopefully, this means they're going to be in season two. Um, hopefully, it means that they're going to be in a lot of episodes of season two. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, although you don't want to overuse them, you know, you have to sprinkle them around. That's true. Just like That's how true. they were in season one. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that way we can savor each moment. <laughs> as soon as I hear Durpin's voice, it just made me happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I love that. Was it was it Cordy that said we caused very few accidental explosions yesterday? 
if you round down. <laughs> <laughs> it was Rowan. Rowan said the first line, and then yeah, she's like, if you round down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they come into the bridge of the home one, and they're talking to Akbar, and Akbar is kind of upset that they have need for you know trying to get something to a couple of their agents. Um, mm-hmm. And so Cordy's just like, hey, we can handle that. We just have to get arrested. You know, which then, of course, you know, gives a perfect opportunity for Durpin and Plume Striker to show up. Yes. And uh, they start to fake the symptoms of the Gomorian flu to get themselves arrested. And I love that Durpin starts to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, because he, they're like, well, they tell, you know, they, Plume Striker, of course, being the smart one of the two, you know, he knows that humans cannot get Gamorrean flu. No. So he's just like, you know, we know you guys are faking, but that's not enough for, for Durpin. <laughs> no, no. He's like, sanitize. 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 <laughs> and, so, and, feel my know, forehead. They... Go ahead. I'm warm. <laughs> Yes, he thinks he's warm, and oh my gosh, and, and of course the kids get arrested, and they're taken to the holding cell where they start to act out their plan. And I love that Rowan again with the force, uh, very advanced in what he's doing, and uh, puts together Roger, who's in the crate that they had brought with them. Yeah, that was a cool scene. And then you have these two stormtroopers standing outside of the outside of the cell. You get a nice little uh, shot of them, and then the one is just like exciting life of a stormtrooper. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish something unexpected would happen. <laughs> oh, I love it. That feels like something should be on it. Like that, it should be on a T-shirt. Yes. Um. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> And and so they go about getting the piece that they need, and uh, Durpin thinks that he has the flu again, and he's freaking out because he thinks his his glands are swollen. <laughs> um, and they successfully escape and take the much needed piece down to the two operatives, and they turn out to be Lando and and Chewie. Yes, and the hug needs no translation. Yes. <laughs> and and it was cool to see the falcon and the I was going to say the ghost, but the, the falcon and the star scavenger flying together as they head back. So it was neat to see those two interacting in that way. Yeah, it was a good it was a good end for these. I like how they they had them kind of ordered. Um it was nice to see the the kind of the four individual shorts that focused on the four characters, but then you have the final one that was, you know, kind of them all together working together um and it ended very nicely with kind of lando and chewy you know classic characters that we're used to seeing almost giving their blessing to the freemakers yeah. as being a part of the rebellion yeah yeah and it was a great choice bringing them in so i really love these and i hope they i'm sure they'll show them again on disney xd for people who maybe not know that they're on youtube and whatnot so or like little kids who missed out so I can't wait to see them on air, especially when we get closer to season two airing this summer. Yes. Yes. I'm very excited uh, for the season and the potential with the new character uh, with Valeria, who we saw here. And we got to see that episode at 
um, celebration as well, which gave us some nice hints as to what we may be expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm great. I'm excited to see MOC in action, especially um, in relation to Vader. So I, I feel like we're going to get a lot of cool scenes between those two characters. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think we can wrap this episode up. When Do you know when, when does Freemaker Adventures come back? Do we have an air date or is it just no, kind of summer? No air date, just summer. Okay. Hopefully, I'm thinking maybe July. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, maybe June, uh, because uh, that's when the the Lego sets come out. So I'm I'm hoping it's like a a, a release that happens simultaneously, so we get the Lego sets and the and the show at the same time. That would be great, and it means we wouldn't have as long to wait. No, yeah. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we will be back with more episodes. We're definitely going to be reviewing all the episodes of Freemaker Adventures as they come out. But until then, uh, you can find us on iTunes. If you enjoy listening to our show and you have not left us a review yet, head on over to iTunes, and uh, if you would like, we would like for you to leave us a nice five-star review. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash starscavengers, Twitter at starscavengers, and you can email us starscavengers at gmail.com and find all of our episodes at our website, www.starscavengers.com. And until next time, be a builder and don't mess with the Freemakers. Makers.